Huzzah! And welcome back to Keep Rolling, the tabletop RPG podcast for the casual gamer. My name is Santi. I am a tabletop fan, podcast host, and all-around real human being. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the show. I hope everyone's doing all right out there. It's been pretty quiet around here, around these parts this week. I had a pretty good week myself. Um, had another week where I didn't really have a uh, have a game to play, so I spent most of this week actually working on my own my own campaign, um, which is always fun in its own right. Um, so no complaints here. Everything's going a okay, and so I hope I hope you all had a good week out there as well. Let's uh, let's go ahead and just get into get into today's topic. Let's uh, let's skip all the faff <laughs> up top, and let's just let's just jump right into it because today I wanted to talk a little bit about. Something that's been on my mind, uh, simply because I've been writing my own campaign, um, I've been spending a lot of time, you know, diving in and out of uh, handbooks and rule books and things, and I wanted to talk a little bit today about choosing a system when writing your own campaign. And I think that this is a, a question that can be either fairly straightforward or it can become quite complicated depending on... Um, who you are as a person, what kind of campaign you're writing, um, all that good stuff. So I, I kind of wanted to just just dive in and just kind of talk about how you go about choosing a system, kind of what things you want to look for, um, the various the various ways you can kind of test things out, and, and just, just kind of rap about it for a little bit, because I feel like it's the kind of thing where if you're you know, if you're not too thinking too hard about it, I feel like most people's inclination is just to go, what, you know, what kind of campaign am I writing? Is it fantasy? Is it sci-fi? Is it, um, you know, horror? Is it Western? Whatever. And to just pick a system that is, you know, places itself in that genre, right? And I, I think that's a fairly easy way to do things. And I, I don't think there's, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with doing it that way. You know, you think about people who go, Oh, you know, I want to write a fantasy campaign, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just use D and D, right? D and D is the, it's it it's the most prolific tabletop RPG. It's the one that I think people know the most about. It's got the most name recognition. So if if you're running sci-fi or if you're running fantasy, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with running D and D because that's what it's built for, right? It's built for fantasy, um, and I feel. And I feel like, you know, th- there's other systems that kind of communicate similarly, right? Like, you think of science fiction. A lot of people go straight to Starfinder, right? Because Starfinder's kind of your your space opera, your, you know, it's it's your Star Wars equivalent of, uh, of your tabletop game. You know, you think about, um, I, I'm trying to think of uh, <laughs> other systems. But the, the point is that, you know, that that is one way to definitely choose a system when you're thinking about writing a campaign, because it 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 it's it's built that way, right? Like Starfinder is built for science fiction, right? It, it's built for that kind of space opera esque, you know, deep space travel campaign, right? Or or you think about oh, I want to run like this, you know futuristic neo-noir thing it's like well yeah you probably want to pick cyberpunk red or cyberpunk 2020 because that's kind of what those those systems are built for right and so that's you know that is obviously the easiest way to pick a system but i think if you you take one step back and you think a little bit harder about 
what kind of campaign you want to run, the question becomes a little bit deeper, right? Because it's not as simple as just let me pick D and D, right? Because everyone knows D and D. Sure, that's one way to one way to do it, and I don't think anyone's going to fault you for that. But there's going to be some issues that come up if you're trying to mash a certain um, feeling, maybe, or a certain play style, a certain um, mood, you know, whatever the case may be, into into a system that doesn't quite work for it, right? So, I think specifically about, you know, maybe you're the kind of of player who. Or the, or the kind of writer who you're writing very specifically for a kind of like sword and sandals or or sword and sorcery kind of um, campaign, right? You're writing a Conan the Barbarian campaign. You're writing a, uh, you know, primordial age, warriors on the step kind of campaign, right? Well, yeah, you could definitely use D&D, right? And you could kind of play around with, you know, what things can people use and can't they use and kind of play around with the lore, right? But you're going to be doing a lot of work to do that, right? And not only that, but you're kind of fundamentally um, going up against what D&D is kind of designed for. You know, D&D is sort of designed for these like big high fantasy kind of scenarios, right? And, you know, if you're trying to fit this like sword and sorcery kind of kind of thing into it, you're going to run into some trouble because, you know, sword and sorcery is very like, you know, magic light right it's mostly muscly dudes and ladies chopping off heads and getting revenge or whatever and you know as much as you could definitely modify D&D to fit into that system you're doing a lot of the work right and it may be beneficial to you to go okay you know maybe I can look into a different a different system right there may be a system that fits that kind of genre better I'm kind of speaking off the top of my head so I don't really have one that I can think of but you know, you may want to find a system that's a little bit magic lighter. You know, maybe there's fewer playable races. You know, you might just want to have humans and and maybe one variant of a human. You know, you might want to have different kinds of classes, barbarians and and wizards and whatever. Because it might better fit the kind of mood you're going for, the kind of genre you're trying to fit into that isn't going to, you know, clash with whatever system you're trying to, to, to force it into. And I think that's a, a question to consider, right? Like, how much work are you going to be putting into fighting with the rules, fighting with the lore, fighting with whatever, just to get your campaign done, right? And and at the end of the day, you don't really have to do that much work if you don't want to. You know, you just kind of roll with the punches and you kind of see what happens. But I uh, I feel like there's a certain amount of, of effort to put into something that, you know, kind of stops being worth it, right? Like, if you're spending more time kind of fiddling with rules and making sure it all works and whatever you're losing time where you could be spending it on the creative you know the more creative aspects of of writing a campaign right the plot the story uh, the characters all that good stuff so i think that's one thing to consider right like how 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 is the 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 genre of the the story you're trying to tell how is that going to fit into uh, a, a particular system and i think the other thing to consider on a more technical level is what kind of not only experience, but what kind of, what kind of, I guess the experience is the right word, right? Like what kind of experience do your players have and what kind of experience do they want to have? So let, let me talk about that in part. So, you know, what kind of experience do they have, right? Like, do you have a party full of people that have only ever played, you know, stock standard fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, right? 
there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. That Dungeons and Dragons is the way most people get into this thing, right? And if we're talking about, you know, tabletops for the casual gamer, hell, man, friggin' D&D is the poster child, <laughs> right? Like, that's how I got into to tabletop games. I feel like that's how most people get into it. And it's it's a perfectly valid system. It's a fun system. It's like the most, you know, one of the most efficient systems for doing a tabletop. So, you know, let's just say you've got a table full of people who have only ever played 5e, and that is a very likely scenario. You know, how much work do you want to put in to teaching them a whole new system, right? Because some systems are going to be a hard transition, right? Like I think I think of back to my own experience. We at one point we were trying to do go from D&D 5e to Deadlands, right? And if you've ever played Deadlands, it is not like D&D at all. <laughs> you know, in addition to... There's sort of a class system and it's, you know, it's still an RPG. You, you know, the dice you roll is different. The the way you roll dice is different. There's a, you know, it, a lot of the role-playing involves like playing cards and and poker chips and all kinds of other crazy nonsense. And it was a hard transition, right? And a lot of the time we spent just kind of throwing out rules and just really not using a lot of the systems... Um, that were already built in, right? We ended up really kind of having to heavily modify um, the system. And so I think one thing to consider, right, is like, okay, I want to run this, you know, particular mood, this particular genre or whatever it is, but you want to run it on a system your players have never used before. I think it's it's worthwhile to kind of look at how hard is this transition going to be, right? Because you think about, you know, the transition from something like D&D to Pathfinder is super easy, right? Because they're they're both D20 systems. They both kind of run the same sort of class system. It's all very easy. But the transition from something like Pathfinder to, I don't know, um, uh, 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 Castle Falkenstein or something, which doesn't use dice at all, <laughs> is just, you know, note cards and stuff like that. That's a hard transition, right? Because you're role-playing in an entirely different way. So that's something to consider. And on top of that, you also kind of want to consider what kind of experience your players want to be having, right? Because it's going to depend on the player, but it's also going to depend on what kind of experience you're trying to give to your player. Because certain dungeon masters prefer heavy role-play with very little combat. Some prefer a lot of combat to very little role-play. And some people, you know, like a little bit of, of both, a, you know, a good mix in between. There's a whole spectrum there, right? And it's worthwhile to consider, you know, not just what you want as the dungeon master, but what does your table want? You know, do they want a roleplay heavy experience or do they want a combat heavy experience? And that's worth bringing up because depending on the system that you choose to run, it's going to be one or the other, right? Like something like D&D. It has a good mix of both, right? D&D really encourages roleplay, and it also encourages using its systems to run combat, to run puzzles, to run encounters. So, you know, if you want something that is roleplay basically only, right, that you are basically just roleplaying the entire time, you're doing very little combat, maybe don't use D&D, right? Because D&D is going to encourage you in a lot of places to take advantage of your stats, to take advantage of encounters, to take advantage of using your dice. That's what that system is designed for. So, you know, if you want to run a game that is mostly, you know, your players running into people and, and having conversations and stuff like that, maybe reconsider D&D, right? But on the other coin of that, on the other side of the face of that coin, 
if you want to run a game that is combat heavy, right? Like you and your players mostly just want to do combat with a little bit of light role play in between. Maybe D&D is for you, right? Because D&D is all about combat. Like it's it's mostly a combat game <laughs> with with some role play sprinkled in there for flavor. But it's also worth considering what kind of combat are you trying to run or what kind of role play are you trying to run, right? If you want very precise, you know, methodical, tactical combat, D&D is probably not the system, right? Because D&D is a bit vague on purpose, you know, 5e at least is, and it's, it's you know, made for people who haven't necessarily played a lot of combat games, maybe they haven't played a lot of, you know, uh, miniature combat games or anything like that. So if you're wanting to run very precise, very, you know, whatever combat, maybe don't go with D&D either, because <laughs> that's not the kind of of kind kind of thing that it's built for. So again, we're coming back to this idea of what what is it specifically you want? What is it specifically your players want? Because the system that you choose is going to have a huge impact on the way that you're able to run that game, right? And I think, you know, another thing to consider is just that there are some systems that are, you know, it is built into the fiber of the game for you to make stuff up like I think D&D and well okay actually you know what I'm going to I'm going to walk that back a little bit. I think there are systems that are 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 built for you to have a lot of your own homebrew content that are built, you know, from the ground up for you to make stuff up. I think Cyberpunk 2020 is like a prime example, right? There's very little in that source book. I it's a it's a dense source book. But a lot of that source book is the game itself telling you, I don't know, make it up, <laughs> right? It's it's telling you, you know, ways to do things that are are not very specific, right? And I think D&D is a little bit restrictive, you know, if, if I'm being completely honest, you know, its lore is quite restrictive, its, its rule set is quite restrictive, and I think that's on purpose, right? I think 5e especially is trying to guide you into one specific kind of experience. But it's something to consider, right? Like, if you know you're wanting a homebrew heavy game set either in your own world or or whatever you know consider the system you're using and how restrictive is it right how how willing is that system for you to mess around with the rules mess around with whatever i think dnd is quite quite forgiving when it comes to messing around with the rules but i i think it it is it can be quite restrictive right and you know i think the the final thing to consider is at what point do you think of just kind of making up your own system, right? I, I have a friend who's who's done this. He kind of took D&D and just modified the ever-loving crap out of it, right? Until it basically became his own system. And I think that's a worthwhile solution, right? Consider, you know, how much work am I going to be doing into messing with the system? And maybe I should just start up from the bottom and make my own, you know? I, I'm not saying necessarily make an entirely new you know, RPG from the ground up, right? Because that is years of work. But there is something to be said for maybe, you know, maybe you like the D20 system, right? You you like the class system from D&D. And you think, this would be great if I could just do these five little things, right? Maybe just do that. Make up your own rule book and just give that to your players, right? And then kind of test it out as you go, kind of make stuff up as you go. That's a totally valid way to run a game, man. Like... Again, none of this 
there's there's no right way to do this, right? And there's no wrong way to do it. It's all made up. And you can make up whatever you want to make up, even if, you know, even if that's just the rules you want to make up, or it's the world, or it's the the mood, the genre, whatever. Make stuff up and figure it out along the way, because I guarantee, no matter what you come up with, you're still gonna have a good time. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. So, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to subscribe, leave a nice review. Five stars really helps out the show. Uh, If you'd like to send me an email, maybe you've got a question for the show, a topic you'd like me to cover, you can email me at keeprollinpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is keeprollin, R-O-L-L-I-N, podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet to me at podcastrollin on Twitter. That is podcastrollin on Twitter. Or you can tune in here next week and listen to me ramble on about something else. Um, But until then, I will thank you very much for listening, and I will see you guys next time.